Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. Afternoon, James. Hey, Chad, my man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. James, thank you so much, so much to come to spend your time, afternoon time on a Saturday with me on this podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure, my friend. I've been looking forward to this one. This is going to be an interesting one with a little bit of a different spin because we're going to, rather than being the individual hosts, Chad and I thought we'd make a podcast today where we're the co-hosts and we bounce off each other discuss how we can appreciate our ability to grow our wealth long term, but also generate more money in the short term. So for longer term listeners of the podcast, you'll understand this relates to the build wealth, create wealth model, which I've discussed in the podcast before. Build wealth being how we invest, create wealth being how we actually generate more. And realistically, for most people to enhance their financial journey in terms of bringing forward the day at which they have financial freedom. Actually, the greatest lever that you can pull is to generate more money in the short term, generate more money today. Of course, being ethical and observing all the standards that we should do as dentists. So I thought to myself, who better to co-host this podcast than Chatton Matthias? Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Quite humbling. Humbling. (laughs) Before we start, I think it, it would be apt for our listeners to know who we actually are. Um, and I think most people know who you are. But for those listeners who don't know who you are, if you could kind of give us a brief introduction on where where you were born, what you do, and what you do now. Sure thing. Sure From the thing. little James, this kind of growing head, kind of in brief, just so that so that my listeners kind of get a flavor of who little James was and who James is now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no problem. Well, you do flatter me. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'd be interested to know if most people know who I am. I, I don't know, I suppose. But anyway, um, so yes, my name is Dr. James Martin. So I am a dentist. I qualified in 2016 in Leeds. And around about that time, I also began to read about finance, financial history, and specifically cryptocurrency. And that inspired this whole voyage into learning how money works. Then to cut a long story short, in 2020, I had a hiatus out of dentistry where I couldn't practice clinical dentistry any longer. Or, well, sorry, let me let me rewind there just a little bit. I couldn't practice clinical dentistry for the moment, for at that period of time, for about three or four months. And I started a Facebook group, and it's called Dentists Who Invest. So Dentists Who Invest, it caught on. People started to join it. And I went back to dentistry for a little while after that, but... My heart was never really in it anymore because I realized that I'd created something centered around the thing that I absolutely loved, which was finance and money. And then after a few months, I left dentistry. I left dentistry to run the group, to focus on running the group. And I've been doing that ever since. And that's crazy because that was like maybe two years, close to two years ago. No, 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 no. 18 months since I left dentistry. And uh, yeah, I haven't really looked back. I do like, I I did enjoy clinical dentistry. Uh, People often ask me that. It's just all this other crazy stuff happened and now we're here having this podcast conversation. 
Amazing, amazing. I, I still remember. I still remember the day when we met. It's probably around eighteen months back, and um, and I, and you did mention about this group, and you said, "Yeah, it's just been six months since I started this group, uh, and I'm not sure how it's going to go." And you know what? It just got fire. Uh, how many members do you have on the group at the moment? Uh, we are just shy of nine point three thousand. Amazing, amazing. Is it yeah, is it like the biggest group or the second biggest group in in dentistry in the UK? Mm, let me see. I think there's three that I know of that are bigger. So one is the dentist. Then I believe dentaltubules.com okay. is slightly bigger. It's 12,000. And then you've got D for D, which is the big boy. So yeah, we're coming for you, D for D. We're coming for you one day. <laughs> but you know what? The interaction that we get on your group is amazing. And and that's what that's what's you know, really attractive to see. If any any dentist who's got issues with finances, they just post it on there and they get replies so quickly, usually within 24 hours. I mean, I'm sure it's like a full-time job. How do you manage something like that? You know what? Thank you for that. And yeah, there is a lot of engagement on the group. And interestingly, I fully believe that that's related to the amount of content that I produce to put on the group. And it's kind of like this. It's kind of like when you have a bonfire and you're throwing more kindling on just to keep the conversation going. So anybody out there who wants to start a group, that is 100% the way to do it. I didn't realize that until quite a few months into my journey. And then I was like, wow, this is actually how we perpetuate this conversation. So huge helpful hint out there to anybody who wants to follow me in that path. And for any social media presence, it's about consistent content. To answer your question, <laughs> I, 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 I began to stop being able to follow every post quite a while ago, I used to look at every single one and right below them. And now I still do chip in whenever I see things that come up on the group that I'm like, oh, wow, I can help on this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a community there of other people in the finance world and they leap on these questions and they're able to give answers which are knowledgeable and qualified given their position. And that for me drives a huge part of the value for the group. Amazing, amazing. I mean, I was just about to say that you've got such a good group of uh, members on there. You've got accountants, you've got practice brokers and specialists in their field, actually. So that's really, really helpful. So most answers, they might come from you, but you also have specialists on there where we can bounce ideas from. The cool part is I actually curate the people that are on there, the financial specialists, so that I know that the advice and information that they give is all off a really good standard, which is a huge thing that drives the power of the community, in my opinion. And that's why I believe it's different. Chatting, there'll be lots of people listening to this podcast who potentially have not met you. But of course, you've, you're, you've got a bit of a following yourself. You've got a huge following, actually, on Instagram. So you're doing all right. And I think, honestly, I honestly think that you're one of dentistry's most humble, yet talented and amazingly gifted clinicians clinically, but also in how you manage the business side of dentistry as well, which is why I really, really, really wanted to collab on this. So it might be nice for you to do a little bit of an intro for those people out there who want to know more. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. James, uh, very humbling, very humbling. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so a little bit about myself. My name is Dr. Chitan Matthias. I'm a dentist, been doing clinical dentistry for the last 20 years. I've practiced in the UK for 15 years. And prior to that, I studied my initial studies in India, but I was born and brought up in Dubai and I lived in Dubai for 18 years and then moved to India, did my dentistry there, 
moved over to the UK, did a couple of masters, and I've been working here ever since. No way. Yeah. What, when did you move over to the UK? How long have you lived uh, here? 2006. Oh, okay. Right. So let's see. 2006. All right. Yeah. And then it's been strength to strength since then because yeah, some of the stuff that you've achieved is amazing. It, it's just that one thing led to the other. It's just one thing led to the other. Um, I've got a family now. Um, and then I also have the practices. But I worked as an associate when I started off with general dentistry, NHS, the grind. Finished that, moved on to doing a master's in orthodontics, a fellowship in orthodontics, finished that, then moved over to implants and started doing my diploma at the Royal College and completed that. Um, and then I started, I fell in love with the business side of dentistry. So I started acquiring my first practice in partnership. And then I did, I'm a co-practice owner on my second one. Um, and now I like the business side of dentistry, but what I've seen over the last 16 years of practicing dentistry is is there's an evolution in the life of a clinician and everyone's story and paths different but what's more important is you can make that journey as nice as you can or as hard as you can and there are people who have done this exact same journey in front of you so it's always good to look out there look out there and see uh, who's on that journey that you want to go to and just follow them. That's all it is. And kind of modify the journey a little bit. So all I do now is create systems, processes, uh, just to help my workflow a lot better, move a lot better. And more importantly, so that I can continue enjoying dentistry. It's not about leaving dentistry. I love dentistry. But I just thought, you know what, if I can implement systems and processes at the same time, not only can I enjoy doing dentistry, but I can enjoy doing dentistry profitably. I love it. And this is the thing, you know, I heard a term the other day, okay, and I don't know if you've come across this, but I feel like a lot of people will be able to relate to this, right? It's where you run a business and it's called the business, the philosophy in which you run the business inadvertently is known as charitable capitalism, okay? Yeah. So what do I mean by that? Officially, it is a business. Mm -hmm. However, because of how we're running it, we're not actually making enough money for it to be profitable. So therefore, it's almost like this social service that people are coming along and paying us. But because we're not actually making any money whatsoever, because we feel like we can't optimize our practice even further, we can't generate more money. Effectively, it's like, uh, what's the terminology for it? It's, it's like an NPO, a nonprofit organization. So if you think about it, if, like I say, you're basically this place, this public service that people come along to, right? So how do we break out of that? Are you with me? And that's what we're talking about. And there's two ways, really. One is that we can change the investment in which the patient asks, pays us, right? We can ask for more. We can rebrand and we can shift what our practice offers, offer a higher standard of service or just increase the prices. Either is fine. And the second thing is it's more the back end stuff, the systems and processes, which is, you're good at, well, I almost said the systems and processes is more your forte, but you, you do a lot of both, really, you know, and that, that is why I thought this would be such an interesting podcast. Can I, you've got a, we met each other through Reignite, right? And on Reignite, there is a label that they use for chatting 
can I use that label? Yeah, that's like right. the seven. Yeah. <laughs> and by the, it's a flattering label in case yeah, anybody's yeah. thinking yeah. that it is not good. It's an amazing yeah. label. And that label is the seven-figure dentist. Yeah. The seven-figure dentist. What does that mean? Chetan nets seven figures. Grosses much more, nets seven figures. That's Chetan's return is take-home pay, right? And once upon a time, if you would have said to me, is it possible for a dentist to net that much? I would have said no, no way in hell, right? And sometimes people might be listening to this and thinking, how the hell can someone do that, right? But I, when you net that level, right, what it actually means is the quality of what you're able to give people must be phenomenal, okay? Because a lot of what drives that is people coming back and repeat business and people referring other people, right? You can't, People think that you have to compromise in your dentistry past a certain point. It's absolutely not true. That's how you really hit those flipping huge echelons when you are that good and you charge yourself appropriately. And you also have the systems and processes to make that as efficient as possible, right? So for me, the proof's in the pudding. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of of people, a lot of dentists think that uh, it's all about the money. And if you concentrate too much on the money, you lose out on the quality. Now, the only way that you can make that work, wherein you can have a good turnover, at the same time, enjoy your dentistry and provide consistent, very important, consistent, good quality work is by having systems and processes in place. Now, for me, it, was, it wasn't something that I thought I would do, but it was something that just led one way to the other. Because I was constantly providing good quality dentistry, or I think I was providing good quality dentistry, what, what happened was I had more patients coming in through the door and more patients coming in through the door. Now, I had two options. Option one, either say, no, I'm not going to do this. Or option two was say, yes, but learn to work more efficiently and effectively. Obviously, I chose the latter uh, because it's a service that uh, I was providing to my patients. Well, the money came with it, yes, but it wasn't about the money. It was about the service. And I was like, you know what? If I don't help this patient, I'm not sure if someone else can. Maybe there could be someone else, but I wasn't too sure. So for me, I felt the patient coming to see me and my best gift would be to help this patient as much as I can. So that's how one thing led to the other. And I ended up with having these systems and processes in place. And it's not set in stone. It's constantly evolving. So what happened six months back is not what I'm doing now. And what I'm doing now is going to change in another six months because I'm constantly trying things, testing it. It works. It doesn't work. Uh, so there are lots of factors, lots of factors. And having an amazing team around you is is so crucial and important. It's so crucial and important. So, I mean, that's that's why I kind of, at this stage in my career, I want to kind of help as many young dentists out there and a lot of dentists who kind of feel disillusioned with dentistry. Yeah, they, they feel that they're in a rat race. They're constantly there, one after the other, one after the other. They feel burnt out, stressed, uh, and they kind of don't enjoy dentistry as much. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes That Dentists Make Whenever It Comes to Their Finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistinvest.com forward slash podcast report 
or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. This is the point that I make quite a lot on Dentists Who Invest. You know, we can invest your money. I feel like a lot of people have a skewed perception of just quite how much you can make in the short term. Now, investing your money is more something that you do for the long term. You know, when you go to a financial advisor, right, or any sort of financier in the realm of pension planning, what they'll say is they'll say, right, okay, so you know this money that you're going to invest in this ISIS SIP or whatever. Realistically, this shouldn't be money that we touch for like five years, five to 10 years. Okay. Now, if I need more money today to enhance my lifestyle, to live the dream, so to speak, to flash the cash, if that's what someone wants to do, that's fine. Right. Or if someone just wants to have more money so they have more security or earn more money so that we can spend two days a week in clinic and five days doing whatever the hell we want and have some have more freedom then actually investing is not the answer because that's not going to give us what we want today it's more what we use to generate freedom in the future and it just so happens that that time horizon oftentimes is like 20 25 years you know the you know the way whenever you ask joe blogs or someone walking down the street what age can i realistically retire at and they'll say yeah i don't know 60 65 55 if i'm lucky right culturally Culturally, the reason why we say that is because that's based on what tends to happen whenever we invest our wealth, right? That's where that figure has come from, okay? It didn't just, you know, people didn't just pluck that out of the air, right? It's a representation of how long it takes someone to invest our money to the point where we can live off it, right? So my point is, okay, that yes, we can use that to have more freedom in the long term and be able to retire, However, the other side of the coin, how we actually generate more money today in the short term, quickly via our jobs, those are the means that we can use to have more freedom in the here and now and potentially drop a few days, potentially go on more holidays, potentially earn even more money and then invest more of it and accelerate that financial freedom date forwards in time more towards the present day. Because the sooner we have that option and the sooner we have that freedom, means the greater flexibility ha we have and the sooner we get to live a life on our our terms right so this stuff is just as important and you know what seven figures sorry chat were you going to say something no no no, no it's fine it's fine I, I just want, wanted to agree with you on exactly what you're saying what you're saying is is so true because you know it, it all relates back it's a, it's a complete circle you earn you enjoy your dentistry because you enjoy your dentistry you have more patients coming in because you have more patients coming in, your turnover increases. You have good systems and processes in place. Your profitability increases. You invest your profit, right? That way, your money is working for you in the background. You are concentrating on doing good quality dentistry. It's almost a circle to have a complete, you know, a complete outlook on a life of a dentist. You know, that's basically what it is. If you live outside your means, and you're constantly under stress of mortgage and debt and this. I mean, there's always good debt and there's bad debt. Yeah, but if you're constantly under that stress, for you to function as a dentist effectively and efficiently, it's going to be a nightmare. 
you know so i believe both of them go hand in hand not only earning and working but at the same time making sure whatever you earn is invested in the right resources yeah so that was a sort of interrupt you there but uh, i just wanted to agree with you on that point and i think for our listeners there's so many gems out here there are so many gems out here i mean the first gem what you mentioned about content creation and making sure you put content in inside out that's like a golden nugget it's so important consistency is the key um uh, and the and the second thing like i mentioned about about the money profitability is yes it sounds sexy it's attractive yeah but what's more important is good quality dentistry and providing an amazing service for your patients the money comes the money comes don't run after the money you know concentrate on providing good quality dentistry and smartly work hard but work smart and then whatever you earn in the background make sure it's invested make sure it's invested yeah just to add to that right so let's let's make a tangible example so let's say you have a dentist or really anybody in any profession and they have to earn 100 grand a year just to match their expenditures right just to meet their outgoings are you with me now put it like this let's say that dentist has to work 7 days a week to do that okay that's the amount of hours they have to put in to their job to earn that 100k right now the issue with working 7 days a week is you work monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and then you have to work the day after that sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so you're just continuously working day 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 day, day right now we're human beings we have to sleep we have to eat we have to have some time to rest but the issue is right we'll never have actually we'll never actually have any time to break that circle to break that cycle unless we find it somehow unless we create it so what do i mean by that because when we have extra time we've created some extra time what we can do is we can review the things that we're doing in those 7 days to figure out how we can actually be more efficient how we can earn more money and then when we earn more money what it means is we don't necessarily have to work the 7 days anymore because we can match our outgoings in 6 days that will never happen through investing right that will only happen whenever we realize how we can generate more money via our jobs which is exactly what you do right and i feel i feel the thing that a lot of people think is that they they make one or two mistakes they either think investing is going to fix that soon it's going to fix that you know within the next few years because it won't it's really a multi decade thing okay the other mistake people make is they have this they almost have a fixed mindset without realizing that because they think they have to work 7 days to earn that money and really what most people would like to do is have 10 days so they could earn more but that's never going to happen even the biggest best entrepreneurs on this planet have still got 7 days to operate within they've just figured out how to optimize their output per unit hour more so than most people which is actually a complete it's just another way it's just a completely another way of summarizing what you do chatting or what you have done and what you consistently do because what you do is you iterate and improve and improve and improve have i just summarized it nicely exactly i mean so true so true and you know the bit where you mentioned about mindset to to be a successful dentist associate or a principal uh having the right mindset is so important and the right mindset which we all know is a growth mindset you know making sure that 
whatever you do, you can always improve. There's nothing set in stone. You you got to constantly try, try and hit the barriers, try and hit the barriers. Every practice is different. Everyone's journey is different. What I implement in my practice with my team might might not work in your practice. However, there might be a few tips that I implement in my practice, which you could use in your practice. You know, that's why I love to share uh, my journey. I love to share things that I do in my practice. So all those young dentists that are there out there or older dentists who think, you know, one of those tips or one of those golden nuggets are would be helpful for them. They could use it. You know, it could change their lives. It could change the way they practice. And at the end of the day, it would, it would make life a lot more happier, you know, um, to be in. But you're right in what you're saying. We all have seven days. We all have 24 hours a day. In that time, we've got to work. We've got to sleep, eat, and, you know, have some fun as well, which is so important. Having fun in this whole process is the key, is the key. Yeah. That's pretty and you know what? Here's something that I've began to get more into recently. You know, big believer in hustling and working hard. That's me, yeah. right? But I actually think that past a certain point, that mindset doesn't serve you anymore. And the reason is this, right? Think about it. If that was strictly true, the people who earned the most money in the world would be hard physical laborers because they're working the hardest, right? So we know that that's not true, Right. Actually, it's about working hard, but it's also about spending time on the activities, putting that work into activities which give you high returns per unit hour. And it doesn't have to be financial. It can be other things. It can be impact. Like if you have 10 million followers versus 10 followers, you make exactly the same post. It takes the same effort to make a post for 10 followers versus 10 million followers, yet you get way more impact. So that's one form of leverage. There's actually four different types of leverage. Really interesting book called The Almanac of Naval Ravikant for anybody who hasn't read it out there. It talks all about this stuff and it's really cool. And I when you mentioned it on your post as well sometime back, actually, it's a really good book. I mean, love that book. I read it from the recommendation that you gave me. Sorry to interrupt you there. Yeah, but please go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's honestly such an awesome book because here's the thing. When you actually spend some time every week thinking about how you can get more leverage out of each hour, right? That is how you begin to unlock greater returns financially, impact-wise, and achievement-wise in your life. Because you're doing exactly the same things everybody else has. You've just thought about how you can create more impact. There's a saying that I love, and think it's by Archimedes. Think mm-hmm. by Archimedes. Give me a lever yes. long enough, and I shall move the That's world. Right. Right? He didn't come along and try to move the world. He actually spent time building a huge lever. Then when the lever was ready, placed it under the world, came along, minute amount of effort, and the whole world moved, and he had huge impact. So most people, I feel, are trying to move the world with all this effort. They haven't actually spent any time building their lever. Yes. So true. So true. It's cool, right? And you know what? On that chatting, here's what I'd love um, here's what I'd love to know more about, because this is super interesting. This would be really valuable for the people listening to the podcast. How did... How did you begin that process? What are the what are the first things that you began to change and implement to begin that process of you being able to get more out of each hour? What are the classic things that dentists you feel could be doing much better? I mean, the, the most important thing is uh, self-awareness, I think. Self-awareness. Ooh. We need to recognize the fact that we as dentists are obsessive uh, about controlling everything. We just want to control everything. We want to micromanage everything. And that's that's a common trait seen in most dentists. But we've got to get out of that shell. 
So most importantly, try and get out of the shell. Recognize the people around you, right? Recognize your team. And most practices, you have nurses, you have reception staff. So recognize your team around you and see what value they can get to your workflow. Give them responsibilities. Delegation is the key. Delegate, 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 delegate as much as you can. Because you know what? You might think you're giving them extra work, but they would love it. You know, it's probably something that they actually love. Like me as a dentist, one thing that I absolutely hate is writing notes, right? Is writing notes. I just hate it. And admin. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, can't do admin. So what I did was instead of instead of trying to do something that I'm not good at, I was struggling with it. I said, okay, fine. Got my nurse in. And I said, listen, can you do this for me? Fine. Happy day. So when I work now, I constantly have either two nurses or three nurses with me at the same time in surgery. So that way I'm working at the same time. My notes are being done in the background. But the thing is having the right mindset. So a lot of people would think, wait a minute, you have three nurses at the same time in your practice. So you're paying whatever the average wages are for a nurse. You're paying it three times plus your consumable cost for one patient. Yeah. But then what you've got to look at is I'm leveraging the, my time. So in my time, I can see those patients quicker because I'm just doing what I'm good at, which is doing dentistry um, and using technology, uh, using technology. So it's one thing. After that. So the first step would be recognizing your team, recognizing and trying and building your team. See what you're good at, self-awareness, see what you're good at. And once you see what you're good at, delegate the rest. Everyone's got their strong points. Uh, my strong point, I think, is communication and dentistry. That's what I'm good at. Uh, the rest of the things, I can't be bothered. So every day, whenever I go to the practice, I look at my books and see how could I improve the the outlay of my book? How could I see more patients in this time at the same time without compromising the quality of care? How could I use technology in my workflow? And the real the real push came during COVID because COVID, we had two months. We weren't doing much. And at that time, I started implementing a lot of the systems and processes that were there in my head, tried and put them on paper. So that's 2020. We are in 2022 now. Yeah, 2022 now. 2023. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. 2023. <laughs> 2023. Okay. And, and constantly putting process and systems. And that's the reason I said right in the beginning, you know, things are going to change. You've got to move with change. Things are constantly going to change. People's habits are going to change. Their behavior is going to change. The economy around us is going to change. You know, we have this cost of living crisis. A lot of people getting scared. Are we going to have enough number of cases going to come through? Are we going to have enough number of private cases? Are we going to have enough number of implant cases, Invisalign cases coming through the door? Will people be able to afford? Well, there's always work out there. You've just got to have the right mindset to constantly change and evolve. So what worked for you six months back when there was a big demand might not work for you as well now. You've got to evolve. You've got to constantly develop system and processes. So having the right mindset is the key. Love that. Yeah. You know what I've started to do recently? Yeah. I'm definitely way too late to the party on this. Think about it, right? Yeah. If you can make every single hour more efficient, you're going to get way more out of what you do, right? So what I've started to do every Sunday is spend 30 minutes reflecting on the week, thinking to myself, what could I, what did I waste time on this week, right? 
you get, honestly, right, your productivity just goes wild, right? You write it down, you document it, you compare it to last week, 30 minutes, watch, watch yourself become incredibly more productive, especially at the start, right? Because it's like flipping exponential returns. Then it's more gradual returns, incremental returns, you know? So I don't know if you do that, Chatton, with your dentistry. I mean, for me, it's journaling. I Like I journal every day. Wow. Every day. Yeah, yeah, every day, every day. I journal every day, um, every evening before I go to bed and morning as well. I journal um, for the day ahead and journal of how the day went. And I constantly look at it and see, okay, these are the things that happen. And what happens is if you go through a journal, sometimes I get a chance to look through my old journals. Uh, but most of the time, it's it's like the brain dump. You can just kind of keep throwing everything onto paper. Um, it's It's... What's the word? It's very, um, I've just lost it. But it, it, it's it, like liberating. Like liberating. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. it. It's yeah, very yeah. liberating uh, doing that. Uh, and also, and, and also it gives you time to reflect on exactly what it does. So you doing what you're doing is amazing because you're self-aware of doing that thing is going to help increase your productivity in a way for me i'm aware that by doing this it helps me function because i'm full on 12 hours in a day i'm full on i'm constantly fighting fires running here running there patience there's that and i'm constantly full on so i need that space and journaling kind of gives me that space if that makes sense it totally does you know and self-reflection is only really something that i've become more awake to recently. Um, previously, my answer to productivity was just to flip and brute force it. You know, like when the police want to get into your house and they just flip in, they have one of those battering rams, just keep doing that until you get through. Whereas if you had the keys, it would be way easier. You know, you just have to look for the keys, right? And the trouble is that finding the keys is a process. It's an iterative process in terms of your productivity. So 100%, that's something I've become more aware of recently. If I could go back and tell myself something, like five years, five, 10 years ago, forget everything else. I would just say, listen, James, get a higher purpose and then iter- start and then iterate your way there in terms of your productivity, you know? And that's how people do it. Because if you think about it, Elon, like think about someone like Elon Musk, right? You know what I mean? He is the same seven days that everyone else does, right? Chatting Matthias is the same seven days. And Chatting's net is unbelievable so fair play you know and how has it happened well you've just heard what Chetan had to say which is you literally you actually take that process one step further which i'm really interested to know and you do it every day so just for example so you know in that journal that you write at the end of the day what would be an example of something that you might write in there a good question actually so there's no system in there it's basically a brain dump so what i try and do is i go back to what happened the first thing in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning when I walked into my clinic and I kind of rewind through the whole day that went through. And then I write down. And the thing is you start writing the first two or three lines don't make sense. But after you cross the first two, three lines, then you start getting a structure and you, then you are in your flow. Now, sometimes uh, I, I just use the computer and I type, but I find it better when I, when I write, uh, write by hand. Um, so this, and then at the towards the end of it, so it's a reflection, and and then it's an advice on what I could have done better. So first stage is a reflection, then is advice on what I could do better, and the third stage would be action points on what I need to do. 
So that's the usual format that I go through uh, every time I do a reflection. Um, that's usually my night reflections. Um, and in the morning, I kind of reiterate what I go through at, at night. So my action points, I just go through them again in the morning before I go ahead. And then the, the following night, I look back and I say, okay, these were my action points. This is what I did. And this is what happened. Well, these are the things I learned from. These are things I don't learn from. And these are things that I need to do in the future. So Amazing. So what happened, what you're going to change, and then specifically what you're going to do. Exactly. That was exactly. it. In short, right. in wow. And, and, and that's kind of helped me a lot because quite often we get we get these ideas, we get these things as we are working and we forget them because we're just caught at the moment and we're like a hamster, like you said, constantly running, constantly running, constantly running. Um, and sometimes it's good for us to just kind of take a step back, think, uh, and then kind of implement it. I, I mean, I truly believe that all of us have this kind of inner power in us, but because we're just following the rat race and we we don't take time to sit down and reflect, uh, very often we get lost in the crowd. Thank you. Uh, that's what I think. Actually, uh, as we're coming towards the end of this, there are a few questions I would like to ask you, James. Sure. Yeah. The first thing is, where, do, where does James see dentists to invest five years from now? Oh, wow. What a cool question. Here is where I see it five years from now. And here's where I see things going. So interestingly, I've made an educational platform for finance, specifically for dentists, which will educate dentists on how they can invest their own money. The mm -hmm. idea is that you have as much autonomy as possible. There's lots of instances where you don't necessarily need an advisor. There are instances where you, it would be helpful to have an advisor. The idea is that you have the ability to recognize when that occurs and recognize when you can do it on your own and when you can do it with some help. Right. So that is something I'm really, really, really excited about in six months. So let me I see sorry, James. So you know, so so tell me a little bit about this or this so that my audience can know they know what exactly this is all about. So it's it's like an education course. Is it like a course that you could enroll to and enroll on rather and learn? And then you could do things yourself? Yeah, yeah. So that's the format effectively so a six it's, month or a three month program or a year's program so when you sign up what it means is is that you get indefinite access to it oh amazing that's how it, that's how it looks at present now we may iterate that before now and the release date that's the that's the principle of how we've designed it and then from that i anticipate more things arising I anticipate being able to offer services within that off the back of it, potentially. So I feel like Dentists Who Invest will progress down the regulated route of becoming an actual advisory firm, potentially. I don't know. Here's the beauty of doing these things, and you'll know this, Chetan. It's like you have a plan. However, there's no point in iterating your plan to be too specific because things so often change. And I feel like when you've got a really, really, really concrete set vision that sometimes on the journey to that, when you see other things that come up and presenting themselves, which are even more lucrative, which you couldn't even conceive beforehand, then if you're too rigid about how that looks and what it means is you sometimes say no to even more amazing things in the short term. So for me, I have goals 100%. That is where I can see Dentsu Invest going. That's 
what I see as something really, really, really awesome that I'm really excited about that I know would bring a huge amount of value to the dental community. However, again, going back to self-awareness, I've always found that from my perspective, whenever it comes to goal setting, that you want to keep it like maybe 20, 30% fluid so that you can see what comes up along the way. Yes, it's almost it's almost so important, right? To have that leeway space. And yes. Acceptable. I mean, that's where the mindset comes, right? Having a growth mindset. You just need to make sure that, yeah, you've, you've got to be able to move right, move left, and not, rather than going down the straight path. Uh, that's a very, very useful nugget out there, actually, James. Thank you so much. So so this course, uh, this, I'm quite interested about this course, actually. So uh, to enroll on this course, is it through your Facebook group or do they come in, do they speak to you directly? And how, how does it work? So we're going to launch it through the Facebook group over okay. the next few months. So we'll be chatting about it on there 100%. Yeah. I know that that's going to revolutionize finance for the dental world which is why i'm really excited about it and like i say the whole point is is to give autonomy and freedom to dentists so i'm super excited about that i know that sorry that's quite unique actually there's not many people who do that i mean there's not many people i'm aware of who do that and especially to dentists uh just for dentists uh i think that's yeah that's gonna be amazing thanks man yeah it's unprecedented that's the Mm -hmm. idea I know, chatting. Yeah. Obviously, that you've you've given out loads of wisdom in terms of how dentists can effectively iterate themselves to profitability and success. Mm-hmm. I know that we're coming up to the forty minute mark, and we like to keep these podcasts bite size, manageable. Through your iterative process, through your learnings, learning and being iterative is the greatest learning. Okay, <laughs> to do yeah. that, which is why you said that today, yeah. and through that process through you actually learning these things and identifying areas that you could improve, right? What, if you could just go out there to the world, what would be the one thing that you could just wave your wand and tell dentists, this is the thing that you need to get better at straight away. Apart from the teamwork thing, I mean like day to day in clinic, the dentists themselves, what could they improve so that they become more efficient and more profitable? Amazing question. Amazing question. The thing, the difficulty is giving you one word answer. Uh, I think if if there's one thing, it is one thing. It's having the right mindset. Okay, it's having oh, right that. Mindset. Yeah. Uh, the second thing would be self awareness, understanding yourself, what you're like. Because I can't tell you what you're like a person. You've got to understand yourself, what you're like a person. Uh, open, be open to change. Be open to change. Uh, there's no one set rule. Uh, be open to change. You've got to constantly adapt and evolve, adapt and evolve and be optimistic about the future. Enjoy dentistry. You know, there's so much in this profession. There's so much in this profession. I'm so fortunate to be a dentist, you know, and I enjoy it every single day. Uh, it's not only the, the, the dentistry side of it, but it's also the business side of it that, that makes it so exciting. You know, use it as a playground, go and play in it. You know, that's, that's, those are my few, you know, piece of advice that I could give you. Um, but there are lots of exciting things happening. Lots of exciting things happening. You see, can I just say one thing just to add to what you said? Yeah. So here's the thing. When I, obviously we, when we talked about that earlier, I know that you said mindset. And then for me, this, the, what I was expecting you to say something, when, what I was expecting you to say there was something along the lines of something that you can improve clinically. But you're, you're actually saying, James, above and beyond that, forget like the clinical stuff. 
that will come as long as you have the right mindset effectively. Can I just add one tiny thing on top of that? You know what I see dentists not necessarily do to the best of their abilities or something that holds them back a lot. My, I personally think it's limiting beliefs whenever it comes to selling. So true. Okay? Feeling that they're not worth a certain amount, right? I'll, I'll talk to practice A, right? And practice A and practice B. Practice A and practice B. I'll talk to these two practices, right? In one practice, they'll say, okay, our extractions are 80 pounds and our smallest fill-in is 150 pounds, right? Then I'll talk to practice B and they'll say, oh, our extraction, our smallest extraction is 150 pounds and our smallest filling is 80 pounds, right? So it's like just flipped on its head, right? And then you say to both of them, it's like, oh, do you not feel like you could ask for a little bit more value there, remuneration in return for the value that you're giving your patient? And they're like, both of them are like, oh, no, 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 we couldn't possibly charge anymore, you know? But here's the thing. The curious thing is they're both exactly the same in every single way. And what that tells me is, right, that both those upper limits in terms of prices, that's what they've created that limited belief in their head they don't believe that they can charge anymore right when actually in reality they easily could go there because they are giving the patient a lot of value it's just from what they observe every day has been conditioned like overly conditioned within them so that they feel like they can't step beyond that right it's a massive thing it's so a massive thing so important yeah. yeah limiting beliefs limiting beliefs is the key I mean, there's nothing special. All of us have two hands, two legs, nose, eyes, brain. We all are the same. We're all dentists. We've all gone to dental school. Uh, and if there's someone who can achieve this, there's no reason why you can't achieve it. You know, you can give all sorts of excuses. Oh, I work in the wrong area. Oh, uh, I have work in a smaller practice. Oh, my principal is this way. Oh, my associates. But it's all up to you. You know, take your destiny in your own hands and make it evolve. Make it happen. Make it happen. Boom. We're going to end right there, Chet. And that was an awesome podcast. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. We'll catch each other soon. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, James. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.